We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. From the Clark Ford Studio in Oxford, Mississippi, MBW Digital proudly presents the Oxford Exxon Podcast. I'd say thanks for tuning in. But why am I going to give you a round of applause for something you're supposed to do, to be frank? And now, here are your hosts, Chase Parm. And broadcast school has really paid off. And Neil McCready. I deserve to be on TV. Welcome in. This Monday morning edition, Oxford Exxon Podcast. Chase Parm, Neil McCready, Clark Ford Studio here today. A rainy Oxford, another week. Got a bowl destination, an opponent for Ole Miss that... We're not overly happy about. So we'll talk about that. The uh, SEC lineups in general. What's going on around the corner or the country? The uh, the portal officially opening up today, so that uh, will make for a uh, hectic week with coaches and rosters and whatnot. So we we'll hit all those things and much more on the show today. A show brought to you every single day by the Oxford Exxon Highway Six West in Oxford. You know now that you can get a different lunch special every single day. Chicken spaghetti, the special today. Uh, any size fountain drink, bread, also there with uh, with that deal. If you're coming to town, you can also check out their hot case. Let them take care of dinner tonight. Again, the rain may not stop, so maybe you want to wrap up some ribs, have them wet or dry, ready to go. Call ahead, and they will be waiting on you there with the blue sky here in Oxford. And again, coming to you from the Clark Ford studio. We are <clears throat> Clark Ford's in Amory, Mississippi, 662-257-1900 the number. Call it. Ask for our buddy Corey Clark. Tell Corey what Ford product you're looking for. He'll send you a quote within 15 minutes in business hours. Right to the bottom line. No hassle, no haggle. You get your quote. You can do what you want with it. You can shop it around, or you can do what I've done, what I recommend that you do. And that's hop into a Clark Ford today, 662-257-1900. Guests will join at some point this week on the Rafters Music and Food Hotline. Rafters on the Square is the perfect place for your Christmas party or gathering. They can accommodate parties of 10 to 500. Great food with a Cajun flair, holiday drinks, and a festive atmosphere. Call Genie 601-842-0948 to request a catering menu and reserve a date. So, um... I guess we'll just start Ole Miss and Texas Tech. They will meet in the Tax Act, Tax Act Texas Bowl. It's kind yeah. of a tongue twister a little bit there. I, that might be the only time I refer to it as the Tax Act Texas Everybody Bowl. Everybody wanted night games. Time. You got a night game. You got a night game. Congrats. Well, they wanted home night games. They just said they wanted night games. Everybody well, no, they were pissed the- when they got road night games. They wanted home night games. <laughs> 
So you get a run of night games. You get an 8 o'clock Houston start, Bulls schedule. That puppy will wrap up about 12, 15. Because Bulls have more at, more commercials than normal games, typically. Um, Texas Tech throws the football. Yeah, it's going to be a late one. Yeah, um, 12, 15, wrapping up. Yeah. It, post, 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 post game interviews wrap up around 1 a.m. We have 23 days to make this decision. It's very possible that our uh, our post-game show presented by Dead Soxie is the next day when we be. recap the season. No, it mean, will be. Starting a show at 1230 doesn't make a lot of sense. Um, I mean, love all you guys. I know some of you will be around, but that, that seems prohibitive at that point. So that probably will not be what happens there on December the, uh, the 28th. Uh, the fourth time Ole Miss and Texas Tech will have met in bowl games, the 1986 Independence Bowl, the 1998 Independence Bowl, the 2008 Cotton Bowl, and now um, here in uh, in Texas. They also played regular season games in 2002 and 2003. Um, as I pointed out yesterday, Ole Miss, as of December 28th, will have played Texas Tech more since 1998 than they have Tennessee and the same number of times as they've played Florida. That is partly because of the ridiculousness of how often they've played Texas Tech, and it's also um, the ridiculousness to the schedule and the way the SEC has done it for a long time, but that's changing soon as we're going to nine conference games with uh, six rotating opponents every single year, so a little bit of um, a little bit of, 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 of thing there. Uh, the first team that Ole Miss will have played in the bowl four times. There was a bunch of ties at three times prior to this. TCU, Texas, Air Force, Georgia Tech, and Oklahoma State. Ole Miss had played all three times each. Now a fourth for uh, for Texas Tech. And I wrote this yesterday, and I really got no pushback. I, I, I get that pretty much everybody wanted a Florida Bowl. Um, this dovetails back to had you beaten Mississippi State, it for sure would have been the Outback or the Gator, or maybe the Zam Citrus. Um, uh, would have been the any would have been the outback, the Relia so? Quest. Okay, yeah, that's where they would have had they beaten State. That's where they're headed because State's headed to the Relia Quest, right? Yeah, that's yeah. correct. Yeah. Um, I don't think I guess that's the point. I don't think they would have bumped <clears throat> LSU out of the Citrus. No, they, they weren't yeah. going to. So, um, that is a frustration to some extent. The Texas Bowl was not a bad bowl overall. I, I feel like a lot of the the annoyance or the angst is coming from the opponent, and it was Texas Tech. Even if the opponent was Texas or Oklahoma or something, I feel like it would be less frustrating as it appears to be for a lot of the uh, the fan base for this one. And then the date is just not very good because it's a Wednesday night stuck between Christmas and New Year's. I mean, frankly, some people will be working at least that Tuesday, Wednesday in there. Um it's not ideal from a time slot standpoint. Um, I don't know much about the pecking order and how it worked. Um, I know that Ole Miss voted Vegas very low. They did not want to go because it was a few days before National Signing Day. So that is the reason that it was not Vegas. And I think pretty much every SEC team but Missouri did the same thing because Florida ended up there at 6-6 six and six or whatever their record is. Um I don't know that anybody wanted to go to Vegas. And then I heard that Ole Miss voted Houston ahead of Nashville, but I do not have that confirmed at all. I, I don't know that, but I did hear uh, hear that. Um, warmer climate inside, that kind of thing. But yeah, who knows? I, I again, don't. I, that's where they are. That's Ole what Miss I got. Is, Ole Miss has a coach who does not like cold weather. That is true. So that would not shock me at all. I, I mean <clears> – <throat> Don't lose your last three games. There's the moral of the story. 
when you lose your last three games, you sort of lose control of your postseason destiny. Well, it's also – You know what I mean? I mean, don't lose your last three – win one of your last three games and you're in Florida. You are, yes. At 9-3. and three. When you start 7-0 and oh and you end 8-4, and four, typically it means it didn't go great and you're not – you're not the favorite – you're not the girl that everybody wants to take to the dance. Yeah, your outside shot was the Gator Bowl or the Outback Bowl to go, no, nah, we just would rather have Ole Miss and State, even if whatever, just kind of where we are. And, yeah. And, I, again, I know nothing about how the ReliQuest Bowl does anything in any direction. So, I do not know a bowl practice schedule or a media availability schedule as of 8.26 a.m. here on December the 5th. Yes, I just, so. I just texted with Brad Sheffield. He said he was hoping to have more of a grasp on that later today. Okay. So, for you guys in coverage, I don't know what that looks like, what it doesn't, anything else. My guess is they don't practice until next week. The oh, whole yeah, fif- yeah, 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 yeah. The yeah. whole 15 practice thing is an antiquated relic of the past. I doubt if Lane even says it out loud. He'll probably get asked about it, and he'll give some word salad answer that satiates. But it's BS. They're not going to be 15 practices. I mean, they're not. They'll practice a few times in Oxford, probably put a game plan together, and I'm guessing convene Christmas Day in Houston, which I'm sure is thrilling for the players. You think it might be Christmas Eve. I mean, I'm just doing math in my head on when it typically is. I mean, I I get it's not the Sugar Bowl from an Access Bowl standpoint, but, I mean, Ole Miss reported for a January 1st game on the 26th the sugar bowl yeah Yeah. i mean i don't know but i'm just saying i mean yeah do the math and they're gonna want them there at least a few days early because they kind of used the covid thing to back it up a couple days remember yeah i don't if you're doing a normal week that i am used to and now i mean neil's covered a lot more than me so maybe he goes now i've seen it shorter but from covering music city and cotton and sugar and whatever else i've covered they typically are there five days ahead or so. I mean, four. I mean, you're you're you're, yeah. you're doing events. You're doing stuff. You're doing the dinners and the shows and the whatever. The the major media days are typically two days before the game and one day before the game. And typically, with most bowls, they do the big player press conferences and coordinator press conferences two days before, and then the head coaches one day before. Yeah, the sugar did days and days of it. Yeah. Yeah. So that's again, it's typically how it works, but I, I without any further knowledge, I, I I don't know at this point. Um it was expected. Um not shocked at all. Glad that they didn't do anything overly weird and cause more chaos. TCU still gets in, Ohio State gets bumped up, Georgia will play Ohio State in a one four game in the Chick fil A bowl on December thirty first at seven o'clock central time for uh that game. And then Michigan and TCU in the Fiesta Bowl um, at I guess four o'clock, three o'clock, whatever that is, earlier yeah. in the uh, earlier in the day for those two games. So TCU stayed despite losing the Big Twelve Championship game to Kansas State on Saturday, a game that really intrigued Mr. McCready over here. It's a great football game. I mean, yeah, I missed most of it, so I didn't I didn't see it, but that was a great game. Really, the rest of the games were not very good. 
Purdue at least made Michigan work into the third quarter, and then that game got away. The SEC championship game was bad. The Mountain West game was pretty bad. Um, Troy beat the living hell out of Coastal Carolina in the Sun Belt game. Did they cover, though? I don't know. I don't remember. I'm a little thinking we didn't cover on that. Hey, Siri, what They won the by 19. Yeah, and they covered. Okay, they did. Yeah, the I thought was, it was like 21. No, the line was like 11 and a half. Oh, that was it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, they won, by, they won like 45-26 or something like that. I think it was 19. I mean, we have weeks of this, but kind my, of chance. My, my initial thought is that the two semifinal games will be blowouts. That's what I was going to ask you. You have TCU or Ohio State. What what percentage of chance here? I don't think Ohio State can play with Georgia if Georgia plays the way that it played last uh, on Saturday. And TCU will hang with Michigan for a while, but I have a feeling it's going to be a lot like the Cincinnati Alabama semi, where you're like, eh, they're hanging in there, but they're not. There's no chance. Ohio State is vastly more talented than TCU. I mean, in some ways, Georgia has the tougher draw, right? Yeah, I mean, I mean the TCU plays really hard, and and the quarterback is a really good college football player. Yes, and I said good college football player. Um, but look, I, I think we're going to get a Georgia Michigan national championship game, and it ought to be a good one. But for the people who like to make fun of the idea of a 12-team playoff, this was a year that there's a lot of ammunition for them. I mean, I get it. I'm for it just because it's more meaningful games. Yes. And less meaningless games. It makes the regular season more meaningful. But the people who say there aren't enough good teams for a 12-team playoff, this is the year that they go, see? Yeah. And you have to go, you know what? Because we'd look at that and go, oh, good God. Yeah, no, we'd have to go it right now at least. You're right. You'd have to concede the argument to them on this year. And maybe there will be a different year and maybe – Last maybe, year. Last year would have been like, oh, well, maybe. Yeah. Okay. This year, you know, they're right. I mean, how many teams are truly good enough to win a title? Probably two. That's it. And now the other side of this, and it's why college football was weird sometimes, is that Missouri did almost beat Georgia. Georgia has looked crappy at points this year. Only a couple weeks. They have. But it, it's in but, he, but here late, they've they've looked pretty good. When they – look, they won a national championship last year. They were the prohibitive favorite to win the national championship this year. It stands to reason that they played with their food a few times. And they did. And they tempted the gods a time or two. They did. But now that <clears> – <throat> they were pretty dialed in Saturday. They 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 beat up on LSU, and they've really good. done that when they needed to be really dialed in. I mean, they were methodical against Tennessee in that big game. Yeah, and yeah. I mean, they were asleep a little bit at Kentucky, but they they won. The game was never at risk. The game where they really slept and almost got them was Mizzou. Yeah. Other than that, they've they've done enough. Like Florida played with them for a while, but there was never a moment in that game where you're like, you know, Florida could win this. Never. Not one time. The upset that got uh, Ohio State in, Utah knocks off USC in the Pac-12 title game on Friday night. Kind of dominating the second half there. Um, over the uh, over the Trojans. You can't reveal – so let me do it this way. 
as a Heisman voter, how much stock do you put into those kind of big games like that with the Caleb Williams win-loss versus how he plays, that sort of thing? My ballot changed. Did it? Yeah. I mean, I'm, I guess, quote, forbidden from saying yeah, yeah, who yeah. I voted for, but my ballot changed based on the weekend. I waited till the Saturday games were over because I felt like that's what you're supposed to do. And I watched as many of the championship games as I could because I thought they were important. And my ballot was impacted by what happened on the last weekend. But I'd already been thinking about a couple of the things. And the weekend just sort of solidified those thoughts. The other SEC teams in Access Bowls, the Orange Bowl in Miami is Tennessee and Clemson, which Clemson's not very good, and Tennessee has a backup quarterback, so make of that what you will. That's December 30th at 7 o'clock for that one. All right, if you're Clemson and you're Dabo, yep. you played the other quarterback in the ACC title game. He looks great. He was the guy everyone's been clamoring for all year. DJ, however you pronounce his name, gets in the portal or is going to get in the portal. Has already said he's getting in the portal. Yeah, I'm just – Pointing out there's a difference in saying you're yes. in the portal and being in the portal. Um, Dabo made the wrong move sticking with DJ all season. That's what it looks like. The other kid looks pretty good. I mean, Clemson's recruited pretty well for years, and they've just played the wrong quarterback. That's At some point, that's on the coach. Anyway. Had I mean, Tennessee or Clemson just beaten South Carolina, they'd be in the playoff today. Yeah. Yeah. South Carolina. Shane Beamer says, what's up? <laughs> Knock two of them out. Uh, they're in Jacksonville? Yeah, they go to the Gator. That's kind of a bad bowl considering how they finished. I know it doesn't really but matter. But it's a good bowl considering how they started. That's fair. But it's the difference in eight and fours. As Houston said, they remember November. And they do. One of his more accurate – Things that Houston has said during I mean, the course of the time. Credit to Houston Nutt. He they do re- remember November. I mean, they'll remember November in Oxford for a while, and they'll remember it in Columbia for sure. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Lord. Uh, so what was that? That's, the, that's the orange. What's, what are the other access games? Yeah, that's what I was going to. Tulane is going to the Cotton. They wore out UCF, who was playing a third-string quarterback in, in that game. Um. Oh, God, Houston cracks me up. Really, really cracks me up. Uh, Let's see, the other games. The Rose Bowl is Penn State-Utah. That is on January 2nd at 4 o'clock. I know you're shocked by that 4 o'clock start for the Rose Bowl. Woof. Penn State-Utah. I mean. Yeah, if you're the Rose Bowl, you had some good options. That is not one of those. You locked into Penn State-Utah on January the 2nd? Not even a little bit. And then uh, t- Tulane, USC in the Cotton Bowl in Arlington. I'll actually watch that. The gimmick that is the Green Wave, the group of five team. They'll have a real shot. They'll really care. They'll have a shot here. SC won't care. Tulane will care. The back's good. Pratt's done a good job yeah. this year. They're okay. Tulane will show up in unison. <laughs> yes. SC will probably have some stuff. Oh, they're going to have some opt-outs. I mean that's where we are in just a, in, in in a world now is the 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 opt outs and seeing trying to predict bowl games will be impossible. It will it will create plenty of havoc in Neil's picks as we 
be what they're trying to. It will be simply trying to sort out who. Wants In the past, it was motivation. Now it's motivation and availability. Yes, it's both those things. The best ability is availability. Yes, if one team has everybody playing and cares, that's your team. Jump on those cats that yeah. day; like, they will win. Like I like, I like Tulane as a as an early line. Yeah, you, whatever. I haven't even looked at that. We'll do it in a minute. I haven't, but, I haven't looked. Um, the bowl season begins on December the sixteenth. For anybody who is curious. Um, the Hometown Lenders Bahamas Bowl and the Duluth Trading Cure Bowl kick oh, us off. That'd be good. Can you name any of the four teams in those two bowl games? I cannot. Well, they had a play-in game in the Bahamas Bowl. It was a MAC play-in game the other day. Oh, Miami of Ohio won that oh. one um, to play UAB in the Bahamas Bowl. Okay. I don't know. The trend. I doubt Trent Dilfer is coaching that game. But I wouldn't think. And then the Duluth Trading Cure Bowl is UTSA versus Troy. Oh. Yeah. See, now, now that's all right. Now that's a pretty good football six. game. That's pretty good for the 16th. Oh, I'll watch that. Yeah. UTSA is a good program. Troy, man. John did a really good job. He did. That team looks night and day different from what it looked like to open the season. And then just quickly, and then we'll get into some other stuff in a second. I'll go to some SEC games after the break. But um, Who's in Vegas on the 17th? Florida. And? Uh, I had it. Oregon State. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's what I was saying. That the 17th is your first big – it's the 17th. But there are a lot of games that day. Yeah, I'll be there for um, that one. It is uh, – they're like – so we, we, we have Cincinnati-Louisville, which that's hilarious now. Oh. Cincinnati-Louisville in the Fenway Bowl after Louisville's coach just left for Cincinnati this morning, Scott Satterfield. Oh, this is Scott here. No, I, I don't know John Cohen's number. I understand why you would be calling him today. Um, yeah. <laughs> he stayed home. And in hindsight, probably a good idea. Yeah. Just go holiday shopping. See, I, Scott, I got to go. Sorry. What is that? Okay. Well, I'm, I'm going to come back. The posse. I want to come back. We're going to come back to that in a minute. Okay. I'm, I'm just remind me about Louisville. I'm not done with them yet. Uh, the Celebration Bowl, Dion, all that stuff. It's December the 17th in Atlanta. It's Jackson State, NC Central. Uh, New Mexico Bowl, SMU, BYU. Washington State, Fresno in the Jimmy Kimmel, LA Bowl. Uh, Rice, Southern Miss in the Winding Tree. That's in Mobile now. The what used to be the GMAC Bowl and what Dollar General Bowl. Rice whatever versus else. Southern Miss? That is correct. In Mobile? Yeah. Oh, God. You'd have covered that back in the day. Oh, I, You would have been there. I, not only did I cover it, I would get sent to one of the locations to do advanced stuff. <laughs> I got sent to Fort Worth for four days, and that wasn't today's TCU. That was that was that, that, was, that was Dennis Franchoni, Ladanian Tomlinson. Those oh, you guys. had some yeah. dudes. No, they were dudes. You had some dudes. So uh, I covered Auburn that year, and I was on the practice field at TCU watching them practice. I'm like these guys would beat Auburn. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, Florida, Oregon State in Vegas, North Texas, Boise, and Frisco. Um, that's your games for uh, for December 17th. So I'm going to come back. We're going to do that. We'll look at some other bowl stuff. I'm going to look at some lines, too, because I haven't done that. But um, I'll tell you, uh, let's see. Yeah, where, lab people is yeah. what they would do. With the, is really what made the Mobile game interesting is the winner would get a police escort out. The losers were on their own. And so, I mean, you were motivated to win. Lab people's at night get a little scary. Can it? Yeah. I mean, a little bit. Not the best area. It'd get a little rough. Yeah. 
podcast brought to you in part by the Ole Miss Athletics Foundation. The Rebels are headed to Houston to play Texas Tech. As we mentioned, the Tax Act, Tax Act Texas Bowl, December 28th, 8 o'clock Central. To have your priority seats reserved, you can please request your order by Friday, December 9th, 5 o'clock for that. Tickets on sale at OleMissTicks.com. And also at that same website, we talked about it last uh, last week as well. Can you make efforts to make Ole Miss Premier Destination for Athletes students like? They recently announced the Morgan Wallen Tour. It is one night at a time. It's coming to Oxford on Saturday, April 22nd. That is LSU baseball game weekend. It's probably the week after the Grove Bowl, the week before Double Decker. So three weeks that are big here in Oxford. It'll be the first ever concert inside Vault Hemingway Stadium. They're expecting a sellout. Tickets going on sale for that Friday, December 16th. So again, to purchase your tickets, OleMissTicks.com. And just a quick reminder, as people will uh, want to take advantage of this as we get into December, with the calendar year coming to an end, consider supporting Ole Miss Athletics for your year-end giving to uh, help sustain their momentum and also to uh, help you out a little bit in that way. So for more information on giving to Ole Miss Athletics, visit the websites at givetoathletics.com, championsnowolemiss.com, or call the office 662-915-7159. I was at uh, Walk-Ons on Saturday morning watching the U.S. soccer game. They put everything they've got into bringing you game day with the taste of Louisiana. Dig into their mouthwatering, made from scratch, Louisiana cuisine, po'boys, gumbo, voodoo shrimp, plus fan favorites. Like juicy burgers, fresh salads, all in front of 70-plus TVs, 40-plus ice-cold beers on tap. You can order online also at walkons.com or on their convenient Walk-Ons app. Check out Walk-Ons today in Oxford or uh, Ridgeland. If you're still wondering what to do about those last-minute stocking stuffers, need a gift for that random relative or goofy friend that gets you something and you usually aren't prepared to return the favor, Dead Soxie has you and their feet covered Head over to deadsoxy.com, use code REBELGROVE at checkout for savings exclusive to uh, their partners. That's right, Rebel Grove gets you 30% off and free shipping on all orders, no minimum. Steals not available to the general public, so uh, promo code REBELGROVE at checkout. Happy holidays from Dead Soxy, and as always, stay Soxy. The College Corner is your one-stop Rebel Shop. Two locations in the Jackson area in Ridgeland. The College Corner is next to Fleet Feet in Flowood. It's next to Half Shell if you don't live in Jackson. Go to collegecornerstore.com, plus you can find them on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, it's the largest selection of Rebel gear in central Mississippi. Liston and Dees is a full-service uh, law firm located in Ridgeland. Uh, they have clients that include individuals, businesses, and state governments throughout the United States. Uh, we are also brought to you by Comer Heating and Air, Southern Air Conditioning and Heating, different names, same great products and services. If you live in the uh, Oxford or Tupelo area, call Comer at 662-801-1777. If you live in Hernando, Memphis, or the surrounding area, call Southern, 662-429-4429. Brought to you by uh, A-Stock Auctions. It's a Nashville-based online auction company with the mission to provide customers the power to name their price. All items at ASTOT start at just a dollar. That's right. Every item starts at just one dollar. Shop now at ASTOT.bid or download their app. Name your price on thousands of items from big name retailers. ASTOT Auctions has multiple locations around Nashville that offer local pickups. So don't miss out. If you want it, bid it, win it. And we're brought to you by Solutions RX. I've been using some Solutions RX products for the past, I don't know, several months. Um, I don't know that I've ever felt better. It's a probiotic multivitamin supplement company created by Ole Miss Pharmacy alum 
Chris Cornelison. It's pharmaceutical grade, manufactured right here inside the U.S. They've got all sorts of products. We've been telling you about prescription support for a while. They've got other things as well, uh, vitamins, supplements. Just go to solutionsrx.com, check it out, and enter the promo code OEP at checkout. Get 10% off your first order. Style Assembly is Oxford's newest women's boutique on the square. They offer clothing, jewelry, shoes, purses, sunglasses, accessories, and more. Having a big weekend holiday sale on Friday, December 9th, Saturday, December 10th. Everything in the store will be 30% off. Podcast listeners, Rebel Grove members can mention this ad at checkout to get another 10% off. So it's 40% off for uh, that Friday and Saturday only. Also, don't forget to have that special ad in your life. Fill out a wish list at the store. Kate, the owner and her team, will leave it on file. So all you have to do is call or stop by and choose something off the list. You'll get the exact gifts you want, down to the correct colors and sizes. They'll even gift wrap it for you for free and ship straight to the door in time for Christmas if you don't live near Oxford. So stop by the store on the square, 203 North Lamar, or call them 662-638-3163. They also do DMs with Shop Style Assembly on social media to place an order. So again, Rebel Grove members and listeners, 40% off those two days. So just quickly, uh, the big games at the end of the year and then uh, the SEC games. Uh, let's see. Utah is – actually, you can get it either way you want. Penn State and Utah, depending on the book you want to use, is one and a half either way. You can go a okay. three-point swing there. So if you want to give or get within, with Penn State and Utah, it's one and a half. I think I'd want Utah – if you're giving me Utah and letting me take points too, I'm, yeah. I'm in. Um, USC minus one against Tulane early. That's it. So you, you got to pick oh. them to win. If I mean, they didn't get crazy there. LSU giving Purdue six and a half. Take your pick there if you want. Mississippi State giving Illinois, Illinois one and a half early. Ooh, I kind of like Illinois there. Do you? Yeah, they'll be motivated. They haven't been to yeah. a bowl in a while. Yeah. Georgia minus six and a half against Ohio State. Yeah, I'd lay them. Michigan giving nine to TCU. I'd lay them. Alabama giving five and a half to Kansas State. Ooh. I don't hate Kansas State right there. I don't hate Kansas State right there at all. They'll treat that like a national game. They will. Bama will not. Bama won't. Bama's got some coordinator stuff going on. I want to see some opt-outs, but, yeah, it's – If you're Bryce Young, do you play in that game? I guess the team has its hair on freaking fire. Oh, K-State's going to show and play. Yeah. But I like that guy, Kleiman. Yeah. He was a great fit for Kansas State. He He's ma- perfect. He made perfect sense after Bill Snyder. I mean, I've never been to Manhattan, Kansas, but I have a picture in my head. And he fits there. And he fits yeah. it just right. Yeah. He's exactly what you think that looks like. Jacked up, fired <laughs> up, blue collar, let's go. Yeah. And they go. Look, they play hard. They're good. <clears throat> I mean, ended up being a hell of a feathering cat. I mean, one of their losses is Tulane. Yeah. Just kind of a weird week three game from early in the year. And No, I mean, look, they're legit. They just won the Big 12. They did. And the Big 12 was pretty good this year. That's something about Texas and Oklahoma. They're still in the Big 12, and Baylor and Kansas State just won the Big 12 two years in a row. Yeah. No, I mean, the Big 12 was pretty good this year. Give them credit. And TCU and Oklahoma State played in it those two years. Texas and Oklahoma have not played in the Big 12 title game in a a few years. Yeah. Just saying. 
Kentucky minus three and a half against your Iowa Hawkeyes. I mean, if Levis doesn't play, this is the game that offense forgot. I mean, if you're Levis, you just can't play. No, I wouldn't play. But seriously, dude. Oh, oh, God. I mean, this thing's like 13-10. And I think I was quarterback. The one who has played quarterback is not going to play. The one who has played quarterback? I mean, they play some other dudes who don't really play quarterback. I mean, they've played dudes, but the guy that's played the lion's share of quarterback snaps. Okay. Clemson minus four and a half against Tennessee. Uh, not, as much as I want Tennessee to win that game, I'm, I'm betting Clemson does. Notre Dame minus four and a half against South Carolina. Um, it's a good game. Yeah, I have no real opinion. South Carolina will show. Um, you want to get some futures in on maybe a sleeper team? I don't think they can get to the playoff, but uh, Michael Penix Jr. coming back for Washington next year. They are uh, three-and-a-half-point underdogs to the Texas Longhorns here in uh, whatever bowl they are in. I don't know. Uh, again, just kind of scrolling up quickly. Ole Miss giving three to Texas Tech in the Houston Bowl. The Rebels by three. I, I, I don't know. I don't know yet. Um the over under uh, early is sixty six and a half. That's that's high. It's a big number. I suspect I'll get yelled at here, but if I'm Quinshawn Judkins or Zach Evans, am I playing in this game? You told me one played, it would be Judkins. Yeah. If I'm Evans, am I playing in this game? Yeah, I don't know if he'll play. I've not heard anything. No, I haven't either. I'm just asking out loud. Yeah. I don't know. I want to see what that looks like with a lot of guys over the next 10 days. I, I don't really know what the national movement will exactly right. be on that. Because that's one of those deals that either kind of needs some momentum or it never gets momentum. To like kind of take Guys on like Broker and A.J. Finley, they're going to play. But the truth is they've got a really big game in two weeks after that. Mm-hmm. Like the Senior Bowl matters to a guy like Nick Broker, mm-hmm. to a guy like A.J. Finley. And A.J. in the game? Is he? I think so. Okay. Those – those games matter. To, like, Nick Broker's NFL stock will be determined a lot by what happens in Mobile. I got to be healthy when I get there. Arkansas minus four and a half against the Kansas Jayhawks in Memphis. Mm, I'd have to see some opt outs there. Because I'm guessing Kansas will be motivated to play. Though they really finished poorly. I don't know why, but for a mid-level, just kind of blah game, Wisconsin-Oklahoma State's kind of fun. Wisconsin minus two and a half against Oklahoma State. Yeah. It's fine. Sure. <laughs> it's a Big Ten team. What are you talking about? You're not in? Dude, the regular season, you're like, oh, my God, we get Maryland-Indiana today. And then now I'm giving you Oklahoma State-Wisconsin. You're like, nah. Yeah, but Oklahoma State really faded. Wisconsin's got a new coach, so you're doing the interim thingy. Missouri getting one and a half from Wake Forest. Woof. <laughs> God. <laughs> that's, the, that's the Gasparilla Bowl, right? Isn't that where they are? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Woof. I mean, Missouri's just said, hey, can we play somewhere before Christmas, please? Um, and you mentioned a minute ago Jason Candle and his Rockets, who won the MAC. They played the Liberty Flames in their bowl. This, uh, 
Yeah. Toledo's pretty good. Are they? Did you yeah. bet did you bet on them a lot against Troy throughout the year? I did. I rode Toledo quite a bit. Did you? Yeah. They cover a lot? Yeah, they they were pretty good. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Uh, speaking of, Liberty's new coach is Jamie Chadwell from Coastal Carolina. It's probably a good fit. It's probably a good fit. I, yeah, again, I'm going to get there. I, I got a couple coach things. We're going to get to those yeah. in a minute. Um, they're they're going to take us into the next segment, too, because uh, there's going to be some thoughts. Uh, I think that might be it. Let me go on this Florida quickly to finish out, because I told you I'd give you all the early SEC lines. Florida is a 7.5-point underdog to Oregon State in Las Vegas. Look, if Oregon State wants to play that game, they will beat the out of Florida. If they if they have any interest, and they might not. Do I look bad if I show up cheering for Oregon State? You can cheer for Oregon State if you want. I mean, I can, right? Yeah. You know, some beaver stuff? I don't have any, but. Your Bengals stuff almost looks like beaver stuff. It it's does. orange and black and has a B on it. That's true. I could say beaver I stuff. mean, people would think you're just an Oregon State fan if you had that on in a collection of Oregon State people. Um, Avery brings up an opportunity for me. No, they have not tweeted back either Eastern Michigan or San Jose State. I plan to do much more of a media blitz today. What did you do? I'm trying to get either San Jose State or Eastern Michigan to sort of let me really cheer for them. Like oh, to adopt the, you? In like the- to the point where I get like a sideline pass where I can get close to a heater. That's kind of my goal. 
And nobody and in respond. return, not yet, and I've offered to wear the jersey every day for a month. For a month? A month. You're serious? Um, yes. I'll, Hold know, on a minute. You want to wear it? Who, who is in this stupid game? San Jose State. It's not. You be careful with the word stupid. <laughs> San Jose State and Eastern Michigan. I so just need somebody. I, I, the I love Spartans you both. and the Eagles. Yes, that's correct. Um, Adam Kuffner is an Eastern Michigan grad. Oh. I think. I, oh, I think. Oh, I think you're right. <laughs> <laughs> I talked to Cuff just the other day. Okay. <laughs> I think he's an Eastern Michigan. Uh, Sammy can help with San Jose State. Okay, I need help. Hey. <laughs> you're completely for sale. You don't care which one. No, and I, but I will be a diehard fan of whichever one will give me access to a heater. That should have been in the fine print. That's not allowed. It wasn't in the fine print. That was not discussed. No, that. and 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 Siski has tried to like totally change the rules throughout, and, and it's like that's not how bets work. You don't get to no. And then the game you were interested in before we move on, because I know nobody really really cares, is Troy minus two and a half against UTSA in that game. So Troy a two and a half point favorite. They're eleven and two, and John Sumrall's first season as head coach there. At Troy losing to Ole Miss, and then on a hail mary to App State. Um, I think they started one and one and two on the season, and then won ten in a row since then. I mean, they are literally one goofy ass play from twelve and one, and probably the Cotton Bowl. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Because you're not gonna. I mean, yeah, because they played okay against Ole Miss. Hmm. All right, so a couple things here. One, Cincinnati Louisville. They're playing in a bowl game. Louisville's coach just left for Cincinnati today. Again, Scott Satterfield headed there. Mm-hmm. I get Cincinnati's headed to the Big Twelve. But they have zero NIL. They are a program that is going to have a transition to some extreme. Just what it's like to play that level of football week in, week out. Right. God, what does that say about the ACC? Because Louisville's okay in that league. Like, so, God, what is that? So it tells me two things. It tells me that Satterfield looked at Louisville and said, I don't know that I can win enough here to keep people off my back. But is the And it probably also tells you that, you know what? I think that's a better league. The Big 12. Yeah. Well, the Big 12 is a better it league is, than it, ACC. It's a significantly better league. Look at the league. TCU's in it. Baylor's in it. Oklahoma State's in it. Kansas State. Kansas State's in it. Um, isn't UCF joining that league? UCF, Houston, BYU, and Cincinnati. It's a significantly better league than the ACC, which is – Frankly, Clemson and Florida State and whatever it is you think of Miami and then just a bunch of dudes. Like NC State's fine. Yeah. Pit at a moment last they're year. They're an upper tier ACC team. They are. The lower part of the ACC is unwatchable. Hey, Boston College is on. Syracuse. <sighs> yeah. I mean, Syracuse was good this year and they were kind of unwatchable. Yeah. Boston College sucks. They're horrible. You get Duke, and I, I get the guy Duke, UNC, I, I, fine, Virginia, bless their hearts, they had a, a tragic year, but they weren't good. Virginia Tech sucked. They suck. And there's no sign that they're going to stop sucking. What's in that Wake Forest? I mean, what's in that league? In the Big 12, you have more stuff. And the ACC championship game atmosphere was not very good. The Big 12 atmosphere was awesome. It was good. 
TCU, Kansas State on a neutral field, sign me up. I'd watch that game again. If you scheduled it for this weekend, I'd, I'd, I'd schedule my day around it. I just don't know that the ACC is ever that way. So that does not shock you at all? No. No, I mean, it makes sense on a number of levels. And maybe Cincinnati, after losing Fickle, has said, hey, we've got to do something about NIL. Let's address it. I do not. Um, Jamie Chadwell made a correct decision from a money standpoint, leaving Coastal Carolina to go to Liberty. He can take if he wins at Liberty, he'll get a, a big job and move up and whatever. They're going to Conference USA. He'll run that league because they have more resources and money than anybody else in that league. It gives uh, him a, a little more time to soften around the edges yeah. too. He. He's not ready for the big boy job. He, Yeah, if you talk to people who know him or a good guy, really good football coach, but they said he would get eaten up in a media market. I, and I'm not even necessarily criticizing as much as just laughing, but his quotes yesterday, because he's going to Liberty, the whole deal, whatever, whatever, whatever. When you have an opportunity to impact people with the most prestigious institution of higher learning from a Christian background is liberty, you don't pass that up. I believe God's ordained this opportunity for me. I was craving to be back in an environment like this. They're paying $4 million. They're paying me $4 million. They're paying me $4 million. You get a house with a pool? Probably get a pool, huh? You want a pool? I mean, and it's, I mean you get too sure to swim a little bit. Pools are at Liberty. They are. He's by Hughes' house. I mean, he lived like up on the side of a mountain. It was a pretty cool spot. You did have a nice little view. From it was a cool place. Yeah. Yeah. That, 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 that pad was all right. I don't know his address to be able to look up and see what they. Hughes off to an interesting start with the staff building. I'm sure we're going to get there in a minute, but oh, yeah. off to an interesting start. We are. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll get there in a minute. Okay. <laughs> I got more coach stuff to do. Yeah. Uh, got one particular one with Dion headed to uh, to Colorado. Well, I, I, I just mentioned a swimming pool. People get so What happened? Uh, Avery's like, oh, gosh, Neil, come on. It's a pool. I mean, people like to – it gets hot. Summertime, you jump in the water. Lane had a pool in Boca in the house yeah, he's selling. Nobody said anything about that. Just mentioned a pool – Town ties to Liberty. Lynchburg, Virginia. Yeah. Mm-hmm. People swim. I do. You maintain your pool, though. You should. Got to maintain the pool. He can afford it. Sure. Podcast brought to you in part by Prime Shrimp. PrimeShrimp.com. We mentioned the uh, barbecue, New Orleans-style barbecue flavor last week. It is available for purchase there on the site. It joins the rest of their lineup, which includes the signature, the French Quarter Alfredo, the garlic herb butter, the Louisiana shrimp bowl, the lemon cracked pepper, or the Simply Shrimp. It is their unseasoned that you take care of yourself. It's great for kids, the more discerning palate. Make it what you would like there with Prime Shrimp. They deliver straight to your door, and in fewer than 10 minutes, it goes freezer to plate with Prime Shrimp. You also get $20 off your first order with code MPW. So, again, take advantage of the New Orleans-style barbecue or uh, whichever one it is that is your favorite. Again, that is primeshrimp.com. <laughs> Pool maintenance is very important. That's that Exactly, Avery. That's all I'm saying. Sometimes the pool's 
too big, you you got to go get outside. You got to get help. That's all. Yeah, happens. Game changer patches—the only two patch system available in the market. Stop hangovers before they start. The warm up patch used before or while you drink. The uh, overtime patch used after you've been drinking to recover while you sleep. <laughs> the all natural ingredients will keep you in the game, ready for the next play. Gamechangerpatch.com promo code Rebel Grove twenty at checkout for twenty percent off your purchase. ACS is owned and operated by my buddy Clay McNutt in Baldwin, Mississippi. It's a complete electrical control system solution provider and a Rockwell automation recognized system integrator. They've got a full-time dedicated emergency service and troubleshooting staff and a UL508A panel shop. Go to ACSLLCMS.com or call 662-601-4381 to learn more. I was in Lamons on Saturday. As always, the service is fantastic. Great selection. They'll take great care of you. If they don't have it, they'll order it. I've uh, been serving the Oxford area for three quarters of a century. If you're looking for watches, pearls, fashion jewelry, children's jewelry, collectibles, all sorts of gift ideas here at the holiday season, Lamons is the gold standard in fine jewelry. Visit them at LamonsFineJewelry.com or call them at 662-234-2777. And we're brought to you by Pinnacle, based in Madison, Mississippi. They've got clients in more than 20 states, advisor, uh, ad, advisors in multiple states as well. They provide detailed, specialized investment management, financial planning, retirement planning for individuals and businesses, and much, much more. Go to uh, mypinwealth.com. That's M-Y-P-I-N-N wealth.com to learn more. Podcast is brought to you by GNM Pharmacy, 662-236-2222. They deliver locally in the Oxford area, and they offer MedSync. If your prescription's the same day each month, take care of you. One trip to the pharmacy, one delivery, and you have everything you need when you need it with GNM. They also uh, will individually package those medications for people who need the extra step. It can save lives in certain instances. So whatever you need, GNM can help you. And to transfer your medications, it's just one call, 662-236-2222. Two, two. Um. So, what do you make of uh, Dion thing? Dion Sanders headed to Colorado to be the Buffalo's new coach. They have some history, but currently they're one of the worst uh, programs in Power Five. They come out and admit yesterday during the uh, press conference that they currently don't have the money to pay Dion. That they are just assuming that the uh, wait what? Oh, you missed this. <clears throat> So, so they hired him, agreed to a financial package, and now are saying, hey, we might not have it? So, yes. Uh, basically, as a, as a buddy sent me yesterday, so we're just hiring on credit now. Um, Colorado AD Rick George, who I know nothing about Colorado or Rick George, but comes off as maybe the worst AD in the country as time goes on. I mean, it, it's every time you look up, and that's saying something. Oh, dude. Uh, Colorado AD Rick George was asked how CU came up with the money to hire Deion Sanders. His quote, we don't actually have the money yet, but I know we'll have it, so I'm not worried about that piece. How, how much did they agree to pay him? I don't know. We'll figure it out. Don't worry about it. Just How many coaches would – I'm assuming Jimmy Sex is not Deion's agent because I think Jimmy would go hand raise. Hold on. Um, and what – if well, not, I would, I would hope it wouldn't require Jimmy to raise the hand on that one. <laughs> so wait, wait, hold on. one question. Yeah. I mean, 
That's like saying, we're going to pay you $11 billion. Yeah. Somewhere uh, just north of $4.5 million. Colorado doesn't have $4.5 million to pay its coach. They're in the... Affleck. <laughs> so, he... And again, I mean, everybody knew he was going to take another job. I'm not, I'm not going to criticize Dion on leaving Jackson State in any way. However, he basically admits to tampering in front of the AD when he's telling Jackson State he's leaving. He basically goes, hey, guys, I need you to play next week because I'm probably taking a lot of you cats with me, so I need you to show up and show me something to me with the AD literally sitting here. And then – Oh, Jackson State has another game? They play the Celebration Bowl like the HBCU National Championship is, is, is the 17th. Okay. Yeah. So he's going to coach that game. That was my interpretation. I okay. could be wrong, but the last thing I saw was yes. Um, he gets to his meeting yesterday with Colorado. He meets with the team for the first time, names his son the starting quarterback in the meeting. No competition. His son is just the starting quarterback. Okay. I have a feeling that could be a clubhouse issue. Also, it is the as somebody pointed out on Twitter, the second time in the century that Colorado has had a head coach name their kid the starting quarterback without a competition, as Dan Hawkins named Cody Hawkins the starting quarterback at Colorado back in the day as well. How'd that work out? Well, we're not talking about Dan Hawkins today in 2022. And then as uh, the quote that is made the thing, and I don't have it verbatim, but he said that uh, he, he recommended to his players they should all consider getting into the transfer portal because he was bringing his own luggage, and it was Louis Vuitton. So, in the meeting, he named his kid the starting quarterback with no competition and told the entire team they should just transfer. And now, look, coaches have made some variation of that statement a good bit when they take jobs, but very rarely that direct, very rarely with cameras on him. And, yeah. In fairness, Colorado did suck. Oh, he, look, he's going to have to overhaul that bad boy. I mean, but. But he might not He's have. showing what everybody went, yeah, but. Yeah, mm. yeah. Just tone it down a moment. Well, that, yeah, but he should. Okay, he's not know, ready for that yet. Well, you, you're not. You're about to play in a big boy league. Probably need to act like it. I mean, I do agree, Doors. I mean, they went one and eleven. I, I get his son is the starting quarterback. That's not really the point. But you can't just run everybody out day one. I mean, you, you're going to need players. This isn't going to be a one-year rebuild. This isn't going to get rebuilt as fast as he rebuilt Jackson State. Again, this is a credit to Jackson State. This is not an insult, but at Jackson State, you have more resources than the other programs you're playing against. Yes. That is not the case at Colorado. Certainly not yet. That's proof by the fact that they can't even pay a salary. You don't have the resources that Oregon has, that Washington has. That at SC. least for right now, SC has. Probably even that Arizona and Arizona State have. Utah. You might want to back off a minute and just go to work. But that's not his style. He's a talker, so we'll see. Hey, look, he's going to recruit. He's going to bring dudes in. I'm not even saying he won't be successful. It's a crazy case study, though, with a bunch of ADs going, I just can't quite do it. And... Well, I mean, look, if, if he wins at Colorado, 
he will be blazing the trail for people to go, you know what, we're going to have to think a little more outside of the box. And maybe as college football evolves into what it is right now, which is kind of a financial free-for-all, maybe that's the way to go. I would assume if they can get any NIL up to match, Travis Hunter would follow him, is my guess. I'm guessing, but that would not shock me at all. Um, no, Colorado has nothing to lose. I don't blame Colorado on what they're doing at all. Um, Grind says Travis is going to Georgia. I'll buy that too. I have no idea. I haven't looked into that whatsoever. Um, from everything I'm hearing, if Georgia wants someone in the transfer portal, they're going to get them. They have some resources to facilitate that. It appears that if Georgia wants a player out of the portal, they will get said player out of the portal. Yeah, I mean, I think you got a point. I mean, Mike just literally can't can't afford him. The question that I have, and I don't know, because look, Colorado going five and seven next year will be a hell of a child an accomplishment for Dion. They they suck. Yeah, five and seven would be would be a Good. win. Sure. How does he handle five and seven? That's what I'm curious about. What does it look like? You know what I mean? Like, what does a rebuild with him, with his bluster and all that stuff look like? And I don't know. I don't know. I mean, my guess is that. I mean, look, I wouldn't want to put a lot of money on it that they're not going to win to some pretty good level. I mean, at all. I wouldn't want to bet against him. Because I have heard he's in, he's like this way publicly, but he is incredibly organized and good when he actually gets out of this mode. Right. I mean, he's obviously is very good at what he does. I mean, yeah. look, you look at what they've done at Jackson State. They don't not only do they not lose, really nobody even competes with them. They're he's he's done a very good job there. Somebody's saying Travis Hunter's already posted on Instagram he's going to Colorado. Okay, again, okay. I haven't seen I, any of this. I don't know. Just telling you what I've kind of heard. Georgia's got a lot of money that they can use in the portal. So what's your over under on Colorado next season? I'm not going through their schedule or anything. I mean, I'm just three and a half. You don't think he can get in the portal enough to do better than that? They won one game. Typically, teams don't take five game leaps. If he does, great. Kudos to him. I mean, I'm whatever. I'm more for Dion than I am against him. I think mm-hmm. he's fun. I think he's good for the sport. I think he's interesting. Yeah, I do too. I, it's it's not me saying he can't do it. It's just I'm not sure anybody can walk into a one and eleven. And just turn it around. Just that's that's a little much. So if he went from one and eleven to five and seven, that's a major jump. It's a major jump. I would tell you he was far more competitive. Yeah, I just want to see what the portal looks like. Yeah, Ole Miss went from two and ten to six and six. They did a four game jump. And then yeah. they won the bowl game. I get it. But they regular season they went from two and ten to six and six, and that felt like a colossal leap. Because it was. It was a great coaching job. He did a we've talked about it many times. He did a great job in twenty twelve with a destroyed roster. Yeah, Auburn definitely did it. They went to the national title game in thirteen after having a losing record the year yeah. before. I mean that's one of the bigger. Yeah, I'm not saying they can't do it, but I'm Well I mean, it's the portal era. We don't know. Go right. see what you get. I mean you go exactly. pull in twenty five kids who can play and go, Well, hell, all right, go eight and four. Hell, sure. I don't know. Right. I, I, I don't know. I don't know what resources they I have. I guess that's for my NIL. point is, and I haven't read all the stories. If they're having a hard time raising the money, or I guess they will raise the money, but they're starting from zero. They don't have any money. 
So how much can you legitimately raise, or how much will Dion's name recognition help in the portal to get guys immediately? And I, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm interested and fascinated to see. That is what I am, for sure. You mentioned it, Hugh Freeze, his staff. By the way, I mean, I, I have not personally talked Derek, but all indications are that Derek Nix is probably staying at Ole Miss. Again, as of 9.14 a.m., if he leaves in five minutes, sorry. But um, what I've heard since last night is that Hugh had discussed the offensive court or an offensive coordinator title with Derek Nix. Um, still not primary play calling um, to join him at Auburn. And that last I had heard, Derek was leaning toward remaining at Ole Miss um, for um, another year or continuing his tenure. Sorry, not like one more year. Um, but the part you're talking about is Derek's got a lot of years in the system. I mean, he's close to full pension. Like yeah. leaving in that way makes no sense. Yeah, just forget the football part. Yeah, the retirement piece. He's on his fourth Ole Miss coach. Yeah, well, he started when I started. Yeah, we've both been here a minute. Probably neither. And he's of us been here the been whole here time outside one year. He went with Petrino to Atlanta for one season. Yeah, and that's it. Because he coached at Southern Miss before. I think so. He coached at Ole Miss, correct? I think. Yeah, I mean, Chase and I talked about this yesterday. If you're Derek and you're leaving Ole Miss, the only place that really makes sense would be to go to Mississippi State. Mm-hmm. Just keep your retirement. Yeah. Now, I, mean, I know Freeze was offering him a coordinator title. Yes. I don't know what you know. I don't know what the Derek Freeze was, was doing. That hey, you really have a lot of say in the play calling. No, you won't. And Derek knows that. Come on. And I assume they they're offering a good salary, but it'd have to be a really good salary to turn down the opportunity to go ahead and close out your pension. Because Derek's still a fairly young guy. I mean, you could retire at a pretty good retire at a pretty good salary if you wanted to a lot earlier than most of us are going to be able to retire. Um, yeah, you, I mean, Derek could go be the head coach of Jackson State. Who's been at Ole Miss longer, Nix or Tom Luke? It's, it's Derek. It's Derek, yeah. It's Derek, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's Derek. So, is I'm looking at this here, and Grind, you might can help me. And I'm assuming this was not this is not made up. I think it's real. Um, it's not Jay's site, but I don't. I haven't looked around everywhere. There's a hot board up for position by position on Auburn Live. Is that their own three site? Yeah. Okay. I think so. So, giving full credit here or whatever I'm doing. Hugh Freeze, in his introductory press conference, mentioned that Jimmy Sexton was helping him put a staff together and he was getting calls from all over the country. Those two things were both said during Freeze's uh, pep rally that day um, there on the Plains. This is as of yesterday. Two hires have been made to this point. Jake Thornton leaving Ole Miss to coach Auburn offensive line. There was a bit of a mutual parting of ways there between those two. Um, As he's headed over to work for Freeze now after working for Lane, this hot board had other names on the list for the offensive coordinator, I mean, the offensive line coach position at Auburn. Marcus Johnson, Matt Luke, and Jack Bicknell were the other names mentioned on the hot board. The other hire that's been made is Jeremy Garrett, who played at Ole Miss when Freeze was here as an assistant in 2006 and 2007. Neil just missed him, but I covered Jeremy's from Senatobia. Okay. He was a previously a coach at Liberty, and now he is coaching the defensive line at Auburn. Okay. And then this is the rest of their hot board. Quarterbacks coach, Ken Austin or Phil Longo. Wide receiver coach, Grant Hurd, Jacob Peeler, and Maurice Harris. I thought he hired Grant. 
I think he's hired Grant. This must not be completely updated, but okay. at one point, this was the list. Okay. Defensive backs coach, Zach Etheridge, who I don't know, or Wesley. Former Ma- Auburn player. Okay. Or Wesley McGriff. And Etheridge was on uh, uh, Harson's staff. Linebackers, Christian Robinson, who's been with Freeze before. Yeah. Or Travis Williams. Travis is a very popular former Auburn player. Offensive coordinator, Charlie Wash Jr., Derek Nix, Phil Longo, Kendall Bryles. And defensive coordinator, Todd Grantham, Travis Williams, Derek Mason, Barry Odom, Chris Kiffin, Charles Kelly, Joe Witt Jr., Wesley McGriff. That is the hot board that a site put up within the last three or four right, days. Run through the defensive hot board again, slowly. Coordinator, you mean? Yeah. Todd Grantham. I, I don't know anything about him other than the – He's been around forever. Yeah. Travis Williams. Okay. Derek Mason. Who is at Oklahoma State now? I believe that is correct. He was at Auburn with Harson. That is correct. Left on bad terms. Okay. Barry Odom. Who's Who at Arkansas? Appears to be the leading candidate for the Tulsa head coaching oh, job. Really? Yeah. Good for him. Chris Kiffin. Why? I, I mean, Chris was very vocal about why he left and leaving Cleveland to come here and two weeks later saying this was a mistake. I need yeah. to get back to the NFL. The NFL offered him a gig. He's at a franchise that is safe. They're not making changes at Cleveland, I don't think. Okay. Charles Kelly. I just don't know anything about him. Joe Witt Jr. Been around forever. Yeah. Wesley McGriff. Well, run fits will be addressed. It's eyes are great. Eyes. It's nothing but a bunch of old Miss dudes. Look, it's the knock-on freeze. The knock-on freeze is that he's not connected at all and that Jimmy has to do a lot of – Jimmy Sexton has to do a lot of his coach-searching stuff. Yeah, look, if you can get Will Muschamp, go get Will Muschamp. Will's not you leaving can't get Georgia Will. for Auburn for a coordinator job? No. Is he analyst? What's he doing right now? He's no, the he's defensive yeah, coordinator. He is. Yeah, he is. Oh, because the other guy left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever the co thing, and then he yeah, left. Yeah, he's making a ton of money. He's in Athens, which is where he went to school. His kids are playing ball. And they're winning. Yeah, and I mean, <laughs> well, and frankly, he's on the list, as crazy as it sounds, where if Kirby were to say, you know what, I've done enough, he would be on the short list to just steer the ship. Not saying he'd get it. I'm not saying that's going to happen. I'm just saying he's in a good spot. He's going to leave Kirby Smart to go join Hugh Freeze. He's going to leave Athens for Auburn. He's from Will played at Georgia. He's going to leave all that talent to go rebuild talent. Why? Feels like a no. Yeah, like a, <laughs> I'm not even taking that call, no. Yeah. Podcast brought to you in part by Johnson Hill Creamery, small batch artisanal cheese, charcuterie, catering, grazing tables, and much more. That's 662-419-9201. But go to the website, johnsonhillcreamery.com. Go ahead and get your holiday orders ready here for Christmas. They do, they're doing their holiday artisanal box that's got different... Uh, some different cheeses. They've got some mar- some marmalade, some mixed nuts. Got a cheese knife included with that as well. Cookies for Santa. They're doing a, a one dozen mix of three different flavors 
shortbread, brown butter miso, chocolate chip, and gingerbread. They're mixed up for uh, your Santa cookies. Take care of that. Or a holiday charcuterie box, my favorite thing on the menu, as well as a kid box that is coming with gingerbread cookies. They're doing a hot chocolate mix, house marshmallows, and select vintage candy as well there with Johnson Hill Creamery. They're a member of the Grove Collective. And again, you can find them at johnstonhillcreamery.com, 662-419-9201. We're brought to you by John Edwards, Regency Travel Incorporated in Memphis. Two weeks from uh, today, I'll be flying to Boise. Uh, All that travel was arranged by John. We just gave him a budget, gave him some basic parameters. He did all of the work for us. It's uh, 901-494-3387, J. Edwards at regencytravel.net. Oxford's uh, new Greek restaurant on the square is the perfect place to plan your Christmas party. Uh, Fabulous food, craft libations. Let OPA host your company dinner or festive party event. They can accommodate up to 200 guests. For catering or booking information, contact Jeannie 601-421-7147. I'll have a mailbag up at some point later this week. It's brought to you by Whitney McNutt of Tommy Morgan Incorporated Realtors, serving you for all your real estate needs in Oxford and Tupelo. Whitney sells condos, land, commercial, and residential family homes, 662-567-2573 or 662-842-3844. We'll have uh, picks in a couple weeks, taking a week off from picks, but that's brought to you by Service Specialist Staffing and Recruiting Agency, Connecting uh, great job opportunities to candidates since 1967. If you're on the job hunt, whether you're seeking an entry-level position or you're a seasoned professional, they have opportunities across the board in multiple fields. It's always free for the candidate. So you have nothing to lose. Give Will, Sidney, or Kelsey a call, 662-832-5138, or check out their website, servicespecialistltd.com. Don't just accept what you see, but imagine something new. Chase, uh, after a better version of yourself every day at Corinth Dental, they're helping people reinvent themselves one smile at a time. Dr. Uh, Bubba McQueen, Dr. Jenny Beth Hendrick are devoted to restoring and enhancing the natural beauty of your smile using conservative, state-of-the-art procedures, including Invisalign. Uh, Call them today. It's 12 months, no interest, no down payment financing available as well. It's CorinthDental.com. And we're brought to you by Andy Ledecky and MyPerfectFranchise.net. Are you a displaced corporate executive wanting to put your career in your own hands? Are you an experienced entrepreneur wanting to diversify? Andy Ledecky can help you. He's a a longtime Rivals board member, a diehard college football fan, franchise veteran. He owns multiple franchises and businesses and uses his expertise to help others find their American dream through a very thorough and free consultation process. So call Andy, put your life and career in your own hands. It's 100% free, nothing to lose. MyPerfectFranchise.net, Andy at MyPerfectFranchise.net, or 404-973-9901. Podcast is brought to you by Northeast Spark, N-E-S-P-R-C, service people across rural communities. Two packages, the Ignite, the 100 Mbps, or the Blaze, the one gig that powers the Clark Forge Studio, your hometown team bringing you world-class broadband. That's in eSpark.com, 662-238-3159, phone service, portal controls, network security, and more. Again, so get the best internet, internet in Lafayette County, also parts of Pontotoc and Union Counties, 662-238-3159. Yeah, I, a weekend freeze feels like he's, it's not, it has not been the best opening week here for 
for that, just from a staff standpoint. Kind of publicly struggling, too. It's one thing to just sort of under the radar do it, but when it's this out front, you're going, they're just kind of picking off a bunch of How was his appearance on game day? Was he on game day? Supposedly. Oh, I don't know. You watched more of it than I did. Oh, I didn't watch any of it. I just heard he was on. Oh, you didn't turn it on? I was watching the soccer game. Oh, okay. Cheer for the country. I saw some of the soccer game. <laughs> Netherlands were they were really good. They were good. They were really good. I was following on Twitter there at the uh at the end as the US had scored to sort of kind of whatever and then the Netherlands scored immediately after that and it went, Oh, yeah. okay, that was a good minute and a half. That was that was fun. Had some defensive lapses. But it's a young team. They'll learn. Four years from now it should be a lot of fun. I mean really. It'd be here. Older team with World Cup experience. So it's across North America or the U.S.? Uh, I, I, I think it's just the U.S. Is it just the U.S.? I could be wrong, but I think it's just the U.S. Maybe it's Mexico and Canada, too. I don't know. But yeah, I think it's I was, just the U.S. I mean, it's mostly U.S. because we get the buy, like the auto, auto entry or whatever. Yeah. Which, I mean, you would hope that would not be necessary. I would, I would, I would think not. Well, they're taking, especially if they take 48. I mean, everybody getting Everybody's in. Everybody's getting in, yeah. I mean, you're going to have some duds there at that point. So, yeah, 100%. Uh, just because I was curious. Hold on one second. ESPN on the Ole Miss-Texas Tech game, picking Ole Miss to win 34-29 in the, uh, in the game. That's a lot of points. It ended around 1 in the morning. Be good. Like, goes under. That's an under. What's what's the over under? Sixty six and a half. Oof. Fun. Big number. All the TV timeouts. Ole Miss tumbled down the stretch amid rumors of Lane Kiffin would leave for the Auburn job. Now that Lane remains parked in Oxford, the Rebels could revive their play against the Texas Tech team that played really well at home, but was shaky away from Lubbock. Rebels running back Quinshawn Judkins will remind us why he's one of the most impressive young players in college football. And have a big night against a solid Texas Tech defense that doesn't have its best player, linebacker Tyree Wilson. Quarterback Tyler Shaw will keep the Raid Raiders close in this one. So, news to me, Texas Tech's best defensive <laughs> player, linebacker Tyree Wilson, is out for the uh, the Tax-Ack Texas Bowl. Tax-Ack Texas it, Bowl. It's a terrible name. I mean, at least when it was the Poulon Independence Bowl and the Weed Eater Bowl, we could get that out. Yeah. It, wasn't a, it was not a struggle to say. At uh, at that point, Adam Rittenberg, the author of this here article. So the game's on a Tuesday or a Wednesday? It's a Wednesday night. A Wednesday night, eight o'clock, December twenty eighth. Ole Miss hosts Tennessee in basketball that day at four. Oh, by the way, we'll have complete coverage of Ole Miss's game against Memphis. <laughs> uh, the loss tomorrow on the podcast. Neil was taking copious notes. They're out Saturday evening. Taking copious something. I think Jeffrey went, didn't he? he did. Jeffrey, yeah, that's what I yeah, thought. Yeah, I heard from Jeffrey. Yeah, I heard from several people who were there. Did you? Yeah, yeah. I thought Jeffrey went. All had a very similar sentiment. Really? There was uniformity of opinion. I mean, they were out of it within ten minutes. It was Memphis jumped out to a twenty-five to eight lead. I think at one point was that was that what it was? It feels about right. Yeah, I think it was twenty-five eight at once, and then. Went from there. Uh, last thing, we'll do more NFL tomorrow. But your Bengals get a big win. They are uh, they're eight and two after an zero and two start. Beat the Chiefs yesterday. You know, third straight win over Kansas City. All seriousness for a minute. Yep. 
Sometimes in sports, and you know what I'm about to say because you know what I'm talking about, you see it and you're like, huh, it's worth noting. Cincinnati looks very much like a contender. They look real. They look what they look like what a contender will look like. I watched a handful of games yesterday. Philadelphia, the way that they dismantled they're the Titans, good. you're like, okay, they're real. AJ had a day. AJ had a day. Jalen Hurts is legitimately really good. That Eagles offensive line is studs. Um, they look the part. And then you go to the AFC and you watch Kansas City and Cincinnati and you could see that happening again. Buffalo has looked a little more mortal here of late. You could see that game happening again. And if you're if you're Cincinnati, you've got a shot now to you've got a legitimate shot at home field. They did all that with Joe Mixon standing on the sideline. I mean, Joe Mixon didn't play. That is, a, that is a talented offense, and if you're talking MVP today, he wouldn't win it today, but suddenly he's on the radar. Joe Burrow's got a shot at the MVP. Yeah, you mentioned it, Eagles 35-10 over the Titans. 49ers win 33-17, but Garoppolo breaks his foot yeah, yesterday. That's, that's, that's probably it. it. Um, Brock Purdy, now the quarterback for the 49ers at the moment. Probably just that's probably that's probably because they were legitimately the biggest threat to the Eagles. Yeah, and now with it's, Garoppolo, and now it's probably the Cowboys, right? Yeah, I think so. They have to go on a hell of a run to get in. Don't sleep on the Raiders just yet. Oh no, absolutely not. Because look, early on their coaching was horrid. They're better than their five and seven record. Yes, they beat the Chargers yesterday. Well, Derek Carr's a good quarterback. Devontae Adams is an absolute superstar. Sure. And they're playing better on defense. Jacobs is running the ball as, as well as anybody in the NFL. And they're starting to get a little momentum going. Now, they've created a situation where they have very little margin for error. But I guess the other contender in the NFC would be the Vikings. Yeah, they're 10-2. Yeah, they're, they just don't. They don't wow you at all. Well, it's the opposite of what I just said about the Bengals. When you watch the Vikings, there's very little part of you that goes, boy, look out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they win 27-22 over the Jets yesterday in Minnesota. That was a good. And the Jets, Giants kind of kicking themselves. Shot. Giants tying the Commanders yesterday, 20-20 in, uh, in that one. They had a field goal that fell just short there at the end. Yeah. Um, Taylor Heineke, good again, 275. A couple still scores for Washington yesterday. Well, he's proving to be a very serviceable quarterback. Like, he's middle of the pack. Yeah, he's all right. Yeah. yeah. So, again, more NFL tomorrow. We will touch some basketball. We'll do uh, whatever else from uh, college football comes out because we're in a little bit of a silly season. The portal is open, so a lot of recruiting coming up here soon when you see who's staying, who's going, and who's moving around where. We'll dive into some – misconceptions, some stuff about the portal tomorrow. We'll talk some recruiting with you here on the show. So appreciate everybody. Check rebelgrove.com in the meantime, and we'll talk to you then. The headlines remind us daily, the world is a dangerous place. The elites in charge say everything's fine. Stop noticing. But you know better. And your gut knows that time is short to prepare for a world that is four missed meals away from chaos. 
My Patriot Supply has helped over 3 million families become more self-reliant and is the company Americans trust to prepare. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contain delicious breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Secure at least one food kit for each family member. For a limited time, save $200, plus get free shipping on all their Ready Hour three-month emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. My Patriot Supply also has solar power generators, water filtration units, biomass stoves, heirloom seeds, and critical survival gear. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com.